calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution to explore in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Patriot John here with Lomas Patriot Frankie. What's going on, guys? So, just got back to me and Jim. Ian, I just, you know, if you're watching this, your gym's incredible. You know, I'm sorry about all the bullshit you had to go through as far as, you know, dealing with the unconstitutional laws and dealing with Murphy. Um, you know, his gym is just really put together. I, guys, I recommend just going there. Go out there if you can. You know, support him. Just bought a shirt from him, too, by the way. But, um... Yeah, guys, I mean, everything that's been going on over as far as just, like, attacking small business owners is going, Lauren. So, as far as, like, attacking small business owners, it's just wrong. Like, Cuomo and, you know, Murphy and all these other communist di uh, dictators that can run the state and whatnot, they have no right to tell people what they can and cannot do. That's um, right. You know, as far as that goes. And, you know, just take it a step further. You know, the first they tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, who are you? You represent me. Uh, you know, it's not the other way around. And here's the thing, too, guys. I, I realized when, beforehand, when, when, when the Ian's gym was locked up, you know, it was almost like they were being grounded and being punished. Or, meanwhile, he's, that man put, you know, along with his business partner, they put, you know, countless hours and blood, you know, blood sweat, and tears the whole night building this up. Like, uh, like the rest of all American businesses. You have no right to tell people they can't, well, they, you know, you have no right to take, take that away from them. That's right. Now, while we were there, he's still installing a whole bunch of UV lights. He's keeping his gym cleaner than most places that require for you to put the mask on, like a supermarket or a big box store, et cetera, et cetera. But yet, you know, he's a small business owner. So yet, let's pick on the small guy, right, guys? Let, let's make it impossible for people to reopen. Let's everyone keep their masks on while inside still. Because that's the requirements, but we're not going to follow this crap. How you doing out there, guys? I'm going to tell you this much. You know, I just, uh, we were at another rally, too, um, in West Milford. That was awesome. Guys, I'm going to give you a couple reasons why you should rally, okay? Number one, when you rally, you are allowed to show your dismay. You are allowed to express your rights. You are allowed to, you know, I'm just going to fix this real quick. The camera set up there. Okay, you are allowed to express your First Amendment rights. If Antifa and a BLM, and all these other disgusting groups can go out there. You know, like you saw uh, a couple days ago in Washington, D.C. You know, you saw all these, you know, social justice warriors doing whatever they wanted in our capital, virtue signaling about how America's racist, this and that. And, um, yeah, it's terrible. If they can do what they want, why can't we do what we want? Why is it that when patriots go and rally, we're, we're you know, we're labeled as white supremacists or terrorists. I'm going to tell you, it's very, very important that we rally together. It's very, very important. Here you go, right here. Go for it. So, like, yeah, I'm, I mean, me, I do what I got to do. I already lost my job, you know, and um, I got to stand up for my business because I know Cuomo is going to try to attack it. Rest assured, it's going to happen. Sooner or later, our gyms, our physical fitness centers or therapy centers, the things where people go to get, you know, good help, to get in shape, to stay healthy, are going to be under attack once the cold weather comes. Rest assured, it's going to happen again. And that's part of the problem here. And, uh, John, just here, take the phone real quick and talk to him real quick. I'll fix this. Go ahead. Boom. Okay, got it. 
Okay, so yeah, just to piggyback what Frankie was saying, you know, um, again, it's all stuff that's unconstitutional, it's utterly disgusting and just wrong. You know, these people have no right to tell us what we can and cannot do. And we're seeing this more and more, especially we're seeing, um, not even just gyms, like even small businesses being under attack and under fire. The mom and pop shops, the people that are, you know, the small business owners that are like in the small little towns. But yet Walmart and these big corporations, these big names can stay open and they, they, have, they can do it freely. That's not right. No, it's not. And yet they're, they're the ones who are selling the same type of products. Same product, yeah, are. same product ever. You know, yeah. half, the, half the crap is made in China to begin with ever. Um, that's something too, I mean, you know, uh, actually Trump, I, I don't know if you've heard of her, we're done with China, like with Chinese goods. Good. No, so we're, we're I, heard, I actually read an article on that not too long ago. But um, as far as that goes, guys, we have to make sure that we're just away from that stuff because it's it's no good, number one, ever. And two, where when you basically buy from other countries such as Bangladesh or and the country, you're basically giving them money to build weapons to kill you. People don't realize that. Like how crucial and that important that is. You know, what you put into this country is what you get. So I'd rather be supporting something that's American-made, again, like something like, you know, any kind of business I could help out. Whether it be a gym, whether it be a local mom and pop shop that's made here in the U.S. and manufactured, that's the that's the one thing I will support and always will support. Absolutely, homegrown, hey, homegrown first, domestic, John, guys, domestic second. John and, is absolutely right. Like we can't, we can't, we cannot. <clears throat> hello, Donna. Good to see you, Alex. Good to see you guys. We're just on our way back from Ian's gym, Tillis Gym in uh, Belmar, New Jersey. I missed you all in West Milford today, but we had one hell of a rally, as you guys saw. BLM was there trying to, you know, trying to ruin a little shindig, but we didn't let them. You know, the thing is this, yes, we should support small business as much as possible now. We know China's revving up for something big. They've already launched this at us back in March. So what's going, what else is going to happen before the election? This is what we must stay vigilant about. You know, you know, call me paranoid, call me crazy, but once this election comes, whether Trump wins or not, there is something that's going to happen. It can't just be this easy, quote unquote. Trust me when I tell you this. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. You know, just one, two, three, wham and bam, and all these people are just going to disappear. You know, Antifa and BLM is going to go back into their little, you know, uh, you know, caves. Their parents yeah, the parents' basement for where they came from. This is just getting started, guys. And for what, they're not giving up clearly, so neither should we. And you know, just to, again, just to you know, second that they're going to keep fighting it. You know, like guys, like we seen Joey the Woods the other night with uh, Kyle. What's his name? Rittenhouse. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Patriot. True Patriot. First off, guys, I've been, I'm not going to say names, but I've been kicked out of the martial arts, you know, in certain martial arts affiliations already because my stance, I, my, I understand where Kyle was coming from. That was straight up self-defense, regardless of what anybody says to me. You know, he discharged three, um, a few rounds uh, after being attacked, after being shot. Um, so let me basically, I'm going to do a breakdown of the story before I continue. So the first thing was that he was there to full, uh, as an EMT, just, you know, to protect local businesses and stand by them. Yes, he had an AR-15, right? And yes, he was 17. However, within that state, it's a uh, stand-your-ground state, meaning that if you are attacked ever or someone does body harm to you and you're, you feel your life is in threat or per out, you have the right to you know, execute said you know, threat. So that's exactly what happened. He was chasing the parking lot, and uh, chasing around the whole parking lot, obviously, and by, by the guy who had a pistol discharged rounds at him, he ended up tripping and falling ever on his face, and then um, they tried to basically, you know, the one guy whacked him in the back of the skateboard. He racked back the AR, um, charging handle on, on set rifle and discharged around. Shot a pedophile in the head. Now, guys, I'm going to be blunt about this. Fuck pedophiles. I have no remorse for them, number one. That's right. So I was very happy with that. That was the first thing. Then the second thing was this one guy 
who tried shooting at him. Kyle, you know, blew his bicep off, which was, I, which was again awesome. That guy was, a, was an abuser of his girlfriend. That guy, that guy, and he's not and, hanging and, on to any right, you know, any handgun or anything else. No, and he was screaming medic, medic. Meanwhile, he has a paramedic hat. How how ironic is that? He had a paramedic hat. Yeah, on? He, yeah, he did. That's freaking hysterical. How ironic. And he's screaming for the cops and whatnot. But meanwhile, you wanted to fund the police. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how they're like, they wanted to defund the police. But when patriots stand against them, they when cry. we're actually winning, they call they cry for the police. It's, it's, it's insanity, guys. This is what's happening to our youth in this country. And I, for one, am disgusted. I am disgusted at what the youth have been, you know, have become. And um, this is what I'm trying to say next. Whenever our next rally is, whenever our next march is, we need to stick it to these schools. We need to go into these parent-teacher conferences and raid the crap out of them. If you know your, you know, if you know what teachers, what liberal teachers are inside your schools, you need to disrupt these parent-teacher conferences and immediately ask them to step down from their teaching positions. And if they won't go, we'll take them out. We will rip them out. Enough's enough of these liberal sycophants. They've done so much damage to our youth. The, t- the time to stand against communism has passed already. We have a lot of making up to do, people. Yeah. Um, just to go back to what I was saying earlier, you know, again, I agree with everything you just said. Go. But just talk about Kyle Rittenhouse for a second. So as far as, like, legal laws, when I just saw a video done by a constitutional lawyer named, uh, by the name of Kalyan Noor, and he talked about, like, how he basically was in the justification to, you know, to defend himself. Like, that was a preservation for his self-defense was to basically... Uh, um, how do I say? Engage in those those three targets. And he did the right thing. So as far as like legal went on, like legally, he's perfectly fine, and he's gonna get off. And mark my words, he will. I've actually um, I was just talking to Frankie not too long ago. I want to set up a, within the page, possibly set like a donation page or just to help him out or not, especially with his legal fees, because that kid's a true patriot. Honestly, if I was in his situation at seventeen, um, you know, after after going through something like that, uh, you know, I definitely uh, want people to help me out. So we're, we're going to try to set something up here. I'm going to figure out how to do that. So we'll keep you guys updated. Um, those are the Patriot groups you go to. I know uh, Keep It Here in the USA is actually doing a, uh, a fund for him because GoFundMe actually shut him down. That's freaking disgusting. So, but yet they're, they're going to keep the Jacob Blake fundraiser up there. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see so that. If, guys, if you don't know who Jacob Blake is, he's a, he's, a, he's a druggie, he's a sexual predator, and he's a domestic violence abuser towards his girlfriend. And I believe the kid over there, if he had some children, whatever it is, the man also had a knife and he went for a gun in his car. No wonder he got gunned down. He got what he deserved. And, that, that, and that's just it. We can't keep catering to criminals. We can't keep catering to people who feel sorry for them. They are responsible for their own actions, much like we are. We hold ourselves to higher standards. That way we don't get in trouble. We are responsible people, law-abiding citizens. And the reason why you don't see that amongst our population is simply that. We follow the law. We don't make excuses. We don't feel bad when someone gets in trouble, especially if they do it to themselves. And especially if that person is a multiple repeat offender, it doesn't matter. They know what they're getting themselves into. They're the ones causing a ruckus and a muck. They get what they deserve. End the story. Can't yeah. keep feeling sorry for criminals, guys. And that's exactly it. You, know, you can't feel you know bad for criminals. Like, I've had someone tell me that, um, like, now we're basically, you know, people on the left, the radical left, obviously, they're, what they're doing is they're actually justifying this guy who was a pedophile. They're saying, oh, yeah, you know, he didn't deserve to die or didn't deserve to die or. The moment you touch a kid of her, 
like, you deserve death. I don't care what anybody tells me. You deserve the death penalty. That's why even guys in prison, they look at them like the lowest form of dirt. Like, they're the first to go at the, at the bottom of the tank in jail. Absolutely. Uh, there was actually one, uh, there was one, uh, just to go derail for a second, there was actually one story I read where in prison, this guy basically shared the same cell as this, uh, this pedophile. Kept them going on and on and on. Long story short, you guys get the idea. He was just talking, you know, basically telling the guy what he did. So, when this guy went to bed, he basically took shoelaces and wrapped around his neck and killed him. So, they don't mess around with pedophiles in there. They, they can't stand them. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and, and, and actually, when he confronted the judge, the judge was like, why'd you kill him? Or, you know, he was like, because like, was like, I feel like I did God's work. He's like, I, I you know, it's like I, that kid's life is now ruined because of this man. Well, you saw that, you saw that article I just posted about some Black Lives Matter idiot. He was, uh, he was saying it as he was stabbing a white guy to death. I mean, that's justification for what? What is that going to do? No, absolutely not. Absolutely nothing. It's not going to do anything but, you know, just cause problems. But uh, we, we see that we see this a lot, with, especially with BLM and Antifa. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, I mean, all these people are trying to justify Colin Kyle Rittenhouse, right? That's his last name, Kyle yeah, Rittenhouse. Yeah. 17-year-old who did the right thing, who protected himself and others from all his Antifa and BLM riders. Don't you guys get it? Like, he wouldn't have to do anything if those guys were not there to begin with. If Antifa and BLM would simply not do what they're doing, there would be no reason for Kyle Rittenhouse to arm himself up or any other patriot for the, you know, to arm her up. I'm telling you guys. They're hoping, they are praying that we go out there to protect our own, to protect our property, to protect our rights in defense of what we're, you know, what we're all, all near and dear to our hearts. So, like, you know, they're, they're, they're preying on this. They are preying on all of this. So we got to be careful with what we do. And, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, I could give a crap less. I could give a crap less. Because anything goes with them. Anything goes with them. And it doesn't matter you're a good person or not, you're automatically labeled a white supremacist if you happen to be white and a patriot. And for those of you that are, you know, Latin, Latino, or black in this group, do not feel sorry for yourselves and do not feel bad if you love this country. If you love this country, you have every right to love this country the same way we do. You have the same rights, you have the same opportunities. Don't don't let anyone tell you that you're oppressed. And it doesn't okay. make any sense. Real quick, just to, you know, show cover so before the actual shooting with Kyle Rittenhouse, here's a picture of him actually. Here, I'll show you guys real quick of him actually cleaning up the community. I hope you guys can see that. There we go. So beforehand, you guys actually cleaned up the community. You went on getting rid of all the graffiti that BLM wrote. So you know, people are like, he's a white supremacist, and this, this, and that. Or meanwhile, the kid was actually an EMT, and he actually had a lot of credentials under his uh, under his belt. And he also had good intentions, regardless of what anybody thinks in this group. And I, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I've seen some comments. I've listened. You have the right to your opinion. I'm not saying that, but when I see that this kid should be in jail, not, you know, first off, you have no right to say that. That kid, he's still a kid, no. and you know, you know like I, like I said earlier, he had the right to defend himself regardless of what anybody thinks. Absolutely, he did. Um, and if that was my kid, I'd actually, could, you know, I'd actually, you know, condone that, and I'd actually say, yeah, you know, I'm really proud of you because you know, what? he just basically he took the, the first, the first uh, initial um, round that he discharged from, you know, from set rifle was a pedophile. I'm like, you know, like I said, ever, I have no remorse for pedophiles. I don't, I, I don't play that game. We shouldn't at this point, because most of no. them are part of Antifa anyway. Why is it that all of them look like a bunch of degenerate scum that never made it in life? And here's something, too, where, you know, there was a story about, I think it was like two, three weeks ago, where 
What about that that uh, that crazy twenty year old uh, twenty one year old chick that beat the crap out of that uh, that seven year old kid that Trump had? Yeah, that was crazy. But at least they were brought to justice. No, that's what I'm saying. That that was good. Guys, like like every single day in this country, every single day in this country, there's always a murder that happens, right? So on on Monday, August twenty fourth, a black man in South Carolina got into a fender bender with three white people in it. Okay. And this is a family. This is a, it looks like a husband, a wife, and their daughter. It was a minor accident. But he was so enraged that he shot all three of them in the head. But yet everyone's silent about them. Is, is anyone going to say their names? Is anyone going to come out and say, hey, did they matter? Oh, no, they're white. They don't matter. Just like this, this young man, this Kyle Wittenhouse. His life doesn't matter because he had a gun. But yet Antifa is allowed to have pistols and shovels and mace. Like They're allowed to do whatever they want, though, right? Well, when it comes to us, we're not allowed to protect ourselves. Unfreaking believable. Yeah, no, it's, it's again, it's utterly disgusting. And, you know, we've seen this time and time again. Crazy. Especially with the, uh, the, you know, the radical left. I mean, they're just, they're just out of hand. They really are. You know, assaulting people, calling people names. You Look know, at this. My, my, my favorite. When you cross state lines with an AR-15... And end up killing people. You're not defending your home. It's called hunting. Uh, no, he actually wasn't hunting. Like I said, he was an EMT. He was close to it. His job was to actually, you know, provide medical attention to the people that were hurt. Um, and that's exactly what he did. And the reason why he had an AR-15 because he's the, he even said in an interview he was like these protests tend to get violent now. So they're for my 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 sole protection. Right for his safety. That's why. Like he picture had it. picture this hunting. Picture. I mean, look, if, and we you and I said this before. If he was hunting, he would have killed everybody. Yeah, no, if he was, right? if, let's just say guys, for argument's sake, if he was, you know, c- going to commit a mass murder or um, a shooting, you know, a mass shooting spree, he would have done that. But he exactly. didn't. He had good trigger discipline. But the one thing I did notice, guys, easy even from like a tactical standpoint of her, was after he got cracked in the head with the skateboard of her, mind you, cracked in the head of her, he was still able to remain remain his posture from an upright position and discharge all, all set rounds accurately. Like, that was pretty impressive, man. That's called discipline. That You're was, not yeah. going to see that from an NT for a BLM no, member. No, the moment they get cracked, they're going to drop like a bag of, you know, a bag of crap. <laughs> that's what's going to happen to them. And, you know, I'm getting really sick and tired of seeing this constantly, day to day, of, of conservatives being labeled as white supremacists, especially the ones who hold the gun. Like, how do you guys correlate, on the left, or how do you guys correlate as far as um, having a rifle, uh, you know, how do you, consult, oh, sorry, uh, firearm ownership, white supremacy? The two don't correlate. They don't. And if anything, if you want to talk about white supremacy real quick, the majority of school shootings and mall shootings and movie theater shootings are all done by white Democrats. The Democrats were the original white supremacists in America. Not the Republicans, not the conservatives, not the libertarians. The Democrats. The original white supremacists were all Democrat. Every single one of them. Which is why they think they can do and say whatever they want to everybody else Call us, we the people, deplorable and non-essential. Disgusting. Yeah, we're, we're going to keep seeing this again from time and time again until something happens. As far it's as, insulting. No, I, I, and what I mean as far as, like, just there, there has to be something. Something needs to be done. Uh, me personally, what I, what I think Trump should do, honestly, the moment Antifa or someone of at least terror, domestic terrorist organizations attack you, there should be an executive order or set law that basically says that the moment they attack you, you have the right to basically stand your ground and, and, and you know, fire back. Whether, whether that be literally with the, with the firearm or, you know, um, physically, as far as defending yourself. They yeah, need, yeah. need to get passed. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely because right. Because how is it that, 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 for example, the moment they punch me, I, I, you know, I, I go to defend myself, I end up getting reprimanded. 
But, you know, they, nothing happens to them. That's not yeah, fair. No, they, I mean, they always get a pass. Everything that they do is justified because it's for social justice. It's, as not, long it's, as, it's not social justice. Yeah. You know, if you look at the actual definition of terrorism, I'm going to paraphrase it. And, you know, it basically says is that, like, if you... It's to you know, strike fear within people for uh, for an ideology. He had a crab at knife, by the way. Jacob Blake, this freaking... That's the, that's the one that the cop shot in the back, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you know why? Because he went, he went around the back and see... This is when he had the gun drawn. And when he ra- when he went around to the back of the car, he went to say, I'm going to go get my gun. And meanwhile, he had a knife in his hand. He could have easily sla- turned around and slashed their throats. He was in that three-foot rule. Yeah, three-foot radius. So he could have, I mean, even if, this is just one picture, but he would have easily, easily been able to slash both their throats. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And it happens one, two, three. Once you get cut with a karambit, you know, a curved-edge weapon, yeah, that's you, it. That's, all, that's, all, that's a whole other animal, literally. Dissecting racism. Let's see. Peace and Justice Center. Oh, boy. Here we go. Dissect the realities and presence of racism in society. The manifestation of both and strategies for successfully addressing incidents and issues. This is going to happen September 1st, 8th, 15th, and the 22nd. My goodness. Peace and Justice Center. So what, what, is that, what, is that, what does that comprise of? What does that mean? Let's address all the white people in the audience and tell them that they're racist. Yeah, let me tell you guys something. The only racist people are the other ones calling us, we the people, racist. I can promise you this. You know what I saw today at the uh, Patriot Rally that we had in West Milford? Mm. I saw Patriots from all different colors, creeds, religions. Oh, I believe it, yeah. They were all there in support for our country that was like our when, president. That was like when I went to the Trump rally. Yes. And meanwhile, you got people, and this is what I mean, guys. Where this is not over. It's just getting started. These social justice brigades, if you want to call them that, are revving up. And they're going to continue to rev up. Even if, let's just say if Trump wins, this stuff right here is not going to go away. This social justice crap has been around since 2008 when Obama first got in. Okay, it's been in the underground. Now everything's overly exposed and it's all over the place. And they're brainwashing our children and all these college kids are going to all these classes for extra credit. Because that's what their liberal college professor wants them to do. It's absolutely absurd. Absurd. Here you go. So here's another BLM protester that threatened to rip the president out of the White House to start the revolution. Okay, so go ahead and try that. We already know that your gang that you're associated with, Antifa, is already going to try that September 17th. We already know the date. And we're not afraid of you. You think you know what you're talking about. You want a revolution? Okay, here. Here's a revolution that I want to see. I want to see you guys get your heads out of your asses and learn how to be law-abiding citizens. Stop blaming other people for your downfalls and oppressive nature. And stop with this social justice crap. And how about this? How about this? You want a revolution? Why don't you throw your Democrat mayors out of office? Let's start there first. Let's start with the real issue. How about you get rid of these democratic policies in your neighborhoods and your schools? Let's start there with the revolution. Then we the people can rebuild it together. How about that? What do you think, John? Man, I mean, just you, man. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot to take in because, like, you have everything that's going on as far as everything you just said. And, you know, again, we've seen this again. I'm telling you. It just gets me so infuriated. I mean, I'm at a loss of words. Because again, time and time again, we see the radical left do something. They always play the victim card. It's just, it's like a redundant process. 
And every single time, like you said, we stand up for ourselves, what happens? No, we, we end up getting basically backlash. And, you know, my favorite thing is when they say, when we, the moment we throw the punch over, or throw, you know, the, you know obviously once we're you know, um, attacked, and, you know, a little history, the guys, that's exactly what, you know, the Gadsden flag means. Don't tread on me ever. The moment you step on that snake ever, that's the moment I'm going to bite, and it's going to freaking sting, and you're not going to like it. But the moment we do that ever, right, they say, oh, my God, I need the cops, and they start screaming and crying. Elderly couple leaving the RNC convention get two nice middle fingers by a Black Lives Matter expert, by a social justice expert. Lame. And here's the thing, too, guys. Disrespect their elderly because they're white. What if they were black? Would he give them the finger? No, of course not. And here's maybe he actually would have if they had Trump hats on. <laughs> no, he, he definitely would have. I triple dog dare him. There was actually a 64 year old guy. I mean that. Um, <laughs> no, was actually he was a Vietnam vet. Yeah. And he was in the parking lot. And this guy, this this deranged guy, ever uh, actually attacked him for no apparent reason, just like no reason ever. And uh, the guy, 64, you know, 64 years old. I think he was like a. Uh, Blue Bell and Jitsu fucking like just mauled this guy. So I'm just saying is that like you have to be vigilant. You have to pay attention to your surroundings as far as I go because anywhere or any time of her, be, you know, there's a difference between being vigilant and being paranoid. And you know, I, I want to make that, you know, clear. They suck, by the way. Don't order from them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, again, we've seen this time and time again. You know, there, there, honestly, there's no, there's it, no it, is, it is exhausting. Um, Quite exa- like everyone's saying, oh, just get over it. When Trump's in office, that uh, Everything you know, everything, back to everything's going to go back to normal. Just get over it. Don't worry so much. <clears throat> That's easy to say when you still have your job. That's easy to say when your business is not under attack by Democrat policies and tyranny. It's easy to say all these things if you don't understand what anyone else is talking about or going through. Yeah, it's exactly it. You know. We- yeah, let's just ignore what like, the Democrats just, are doing to us, but right? Even check, but even check this out. Remember, we went to Ian's gym, right? And like I was saying earlier, was that man? Like they really like they have they have they have some you know they have to do that to him. You know, this man sacrificed along with his business partner everything in that gym. I mean, how long they been in business for? Like they've been in business for a while, right? Actually, he uh, he opened up last June, so he's a new gym owner like I am. Oh, okay, and I understand what he's talking about. I got to hit him up later. I so, really do. Yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, Ian's a great guy. Like I said, ever you know, a true patriot. Ever I, I, I have a lot of respect and love for you know him and everything he's he's done. Absolutely, he's, he's trying to fight the war. He the really is. Like he's really just, he's really trying to be on the front lines ever. And you know what? Like as far as them, they have some nerve. Especially you, Murphy. You have some nerve trying to close down that man's business. Um, you know, people work very very hard. You know, to make their dreams come true, especially this country. That's the, we're the land of opportunity. You can do anything you want as long as you put your head to it. Other countries, you can't do that. Try doing that in communist China or communist Russia or anywhere else that's communist. It's not going to happen. They no, tell you what to do. That's right. They do tell you what to do. They tell you what to think. They tell you what you can and cannot do. They tell you how many children you can have, what you can and cannot eat. Oh, that, no, that's actually, there's actually a child tax on that. In China, they do that. Yeah, child tax, too, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, you know uh, I don't know if you know this. China is actually number one in the world for abortion. Yeah. If you have more than several children, I believe if you have too many daughters, you don't have, you don't have enough sons. Then um, you can have as I think it's you can have as many um, um, daughters as you want, but once you have a son, you have to start. You have to stop having kids. You're only allowed to have one kid, one son, really, so they can pass on the bloodline correctly. It's like it's disgusting. Like who, who are you to dictate how many kids you're allowed to have? Well, I, I, that's, that's that guy over there. What's his name? Zanger, or whatever his name is. The uh, Chinese prime minister, or whatever he is. Prime. is it, I mean, it's. Been like uh, I, love, I love. I love. I love. I love how the, the camouflage. You know, they they they're like oh, well, the people's. 
was it the Democratic or the Repu- People's, People's Republic, Republic of China? People's yeah. Republic of China. Meanwhile, there's no, there's no, there's no constitutional, there's no republic there. Why do you think before this pandemic hit, they were trying to be like us? Exactly. They had American flags, like guys, even take it back a step further. Look at Tiananmen Square. When those protesters said, "Hey, look, we want, we want freedom, you know, we want freedom of speech," and they ended up getting run over by the tanks. Actually, one of them did, I believe, right? <laughs> but you know, well, look how many people were silenced from the Wuhan virus over there. I mean, doctors are being, you know, dragged and killed, dude. When this coronavirus, going dude, dude, there. when this coronavirus first kicked off, they took off, they took off the video. But I saw a, a little boy get dragged by his freaking. I mean, dude, it was, it was fucked up. I mean, there's no way to put it. No way, you know, nice way to put it. Dragged by his hair, and just dropped like a bag of doo doo. Oh my god! Like they, they had the, the barrel to his head. And you see that? Oh, it was, it was graphic. They, yeah. they, they are brutal over there. Everyone's complaining how America's. So racially oppressive and, 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 you know, and police, mean. They, they cry about the police brutality. You want, you want to see real police brutality? Go over to freaking China. Yeah, go over to China. Go, go, matter go fact, over there and see where yeah. kids, are, kids are getting shot. Go, go to freaking, uh, go to Southeast Asia. Go there. Go to Vietnam. Go to, you know, I don't know the Philippines is, but I mean. Well, my, well my, Philippines my, too. I mean, the police will be really strict with you. They won't treat you well. My the buddy, jail cells are no bigger than this car I heard. My friend, my friend lived over in the Philippines. He Give told me. My, actually, the reason why he came to those countries to get out of there because it was so bad. And um, he said that basically the, 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 he actually saw uh, someone down the road actually get shot by the cops over there. They don't care. The, the police force is very, is very tyrannical over there. They are very tyrannical. And they're brutal. You know, they do exactly. Even, even um, I think it was Bos- was it Bosnia? No, not, yes. Bos- not Bosnia. It starts with the beach over in, um, uh, that's basically the border, like, like somewhere between Vietnam. But, um, yeah, that, that's another communist state. Really. Oh, you know, another communist place. You know what gets me fired up the most? That it's here. Communism magically, sporadically emerged. Like, it's one thing to have it in the 60s and 70s. It disappeared for a while, but it all seems like it's a plan 50 years later, isn't it? These liberal hippie doobie college professors infiltrated all our schools, our colleges, you know. And That's what here they are, the next couple of generations of hippies, setting the rules for our children, telling them how to act and what to think, and feeding them daily with anti-American propaganda. That's okay, so I found the place. It was actually, it was actually Burma. That's what it was. Burma? Oh, God. That was, it's well, very- Burma, Burma's pretty bad, too. You know, a couple people um, that I know. Yeah, it even says, pl- even says political position, far left. Com- it says ideology, uh, communism, such Marxism. Why is it okay? Maybe you can answer this. Why is it that most countries outside the United States are about communism or socialism? Where did the, where did that come from? Okay, How from, did it travel that far? Well, you know, from you know, from, from them basically adapting principles that have, uh, you know, for example, many, many communist influences, just Karl Marx and everybody else. That believed in these kind of ideologies. That's where it came from. It stemmed from there, and then just spreads the word. And you know, during the whole thing of the, you know, the Cold War was to stop the spread of this. Obviously, you know, we failed. <laughs> uh, well, we even only failed because uh, we we actually separated you know the North and the South for Korea. That was only that's only where only place we succeeded. Um, that's why Koreans, you know, South Koreans love us. They're actually ever, you know forever grateful. Oh, no, they're very happy. With yeah, us. yeah, they're forever <laughs> grateful for us. That's why they're very you know they like us. But as far as everything else goes, no. It's very, it's very, very bad everywhere else. You know, it's very interesting that uh, Karl Marx, you know, I did like a 
you read the brown papers, right? You know what the brown papers are? Vaguely, I remember like vaguely touching. Yeah, they're, they're like they're like they're like personal jur- journalistic notes of Karl Marx, and in these notes, um, he describes how he was able to dismantle entire governments with his ideology. First, he brainwashes the children. The same thing that's happening here. Brainwashes the kids. He brainwashes the government to be for you know you know his revolution and that their leaders no good and that their uh, country's uh, customs and traditions are no good. In all these brown papers, he had one thing in common. You know what that was? Wait, one free stuff? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But every single part of his journal had victimhood. You know, throughout the whole entire thing, victim, 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 this, victim, 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 that. Make sure you're a victim. Make sure you cry. Make sure you yell and scream and pout and shout like BLM. That's why it's a Marxist movement, period. They're doing the same exact tactics, right? <laughs> but what I'm not understanding is throughout time, this is what's happened. And somehow, magically, it came to America. How'd that happen? Well, because like I said, we'd be allowed to happen. It was a, again, it was a generational thing. No one ever nipped it in the butt. I mean, it, this should have been way... This should have been nipped in the butt right before Woodrow Wilson became president. You know, Woodrow Wilson, up until every president after Woodrow Wilson, um, it's always been a back and forth thing, but especially when we got up to FDR. FDR was, was a massive socialist, and they elected him because we wanted change. We wanted to get out of the Great Depression. He promised us that. And um, as far as he did promise us that, he actually fulfilled it to a certain degree, which he actually gave us World War II. It, we actually, we would never, we, if it was in for the election of FDR, we would never would have been in World War II. Think about that. And he knew about Pearl Harbor, about us getting intact. Because, um, Talk other, to him about it. Talk, go ahead. Talk. Other countries, such as Britain, well, actually, Wilson Churchill wanted us to be in World War II, but uh, Congress even said in the beginning, like, no, we don't want to be a part of this war because it's not our business. We, we, we stood to what the founders said. Um, Do not get involved in foreign affairs unless you're attacked. And, you know, sure enough, over magically 1941 rolls up, boom, we get attacked in Pearl Harbor, and Congress, you know, they they declare war on, you know, on, on Japan. And, so, then, and, and then we find ourselves basically mobilizing towards Japan and uh, over in Germany because obviously all the Axis were together. You know, we had the Axis powers of Germany, Italy, and uh, Japan. And why, then, why did Franklin Roosevelt, okay, explain this to me, which explains why my ancestors are here. Because yeah. they want to get, you know, get out of there, right? But why did Franklin Roosevelt accommodate to that type of ideology? Why did he want to go to war? What was he going to profit off of? Well, because war makes money, especially, like I said, we, were, we just came out of the Depression. So when we're in war, it creates jobs. You, you, know, you boost the economy up. You boost all these things up. Ever. Right. And especially with the draft, too. Because while the men were working, ever, you had such jobs, like, for example, like all the trade work went on. Like, they, they needed places to be filled. So on, now the men are at war. So the men that would actually be filling these jobs, ever, the women took over. What? So that's why they had, you know, uh, Rousey the Riveter. Rosie the River, excuse me. She basically was like the the, you know, the, the forefront poster for uh, for women to you know basically take the, the man's position. Jesus so back then you even had like female welders and you know all this cool stuff and whatnot. But um yeah, because all the men were at war. And World War Two, I, I, I took a lot of and guys, here's something too: where war also causes depopulation, as we all know. Yes. So that was another reason why um, this happened. But, I, I learned that back in uh, U.S. history class. Whenever. A country gets overpopulated. They, they, they go to war. They slam us. They slam me with war. And you know, I, I'm very, very libertarian. I, I don't believe in you know getting involved in foreign affairs unless you're attacked. I mean, I, I believe in war. We should just save ourselves. We could trade, trade other countries, but don't get involved. For example, in the Middle East, just you know to make it more modern, we should not be in the Middle East. I mean, the only reason why they're because George Bush was like, oh, we were attacked by. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. You know, war mongers. Yeah, we, we 
were attacked by, you know, by these by, by Al Qaeda. But meanwhile, we all know it was internal and so on and so forth. That's another topic. But the general idea is to basically keep yourself out of foreign affairs. Like keep your nose clean. Like don't get involved ever. If you see someone, for example, two people in the fight in the parking lot ever, like you don't know who the defendant one. That's not, that's not your business. Just keep on walking. <laughs> like for example, if it's a woman, or, you know, for example, if it's a woman getting attacked, or you see basically, you know, you can do something. To, you, know, you feel compelled to help her and do that. But I'm saying as far as like when it comes to like you know, it depends on the situation, I guess. Right. But um, the moment you start getting attacked, then you basically have to stand your ground and you do what you got to do. But every uh, now every other war, World War II was actually the last congressional war declared by Congress. That was the last war that was actually they they constitutional. Every every single war after World War II was just either a conflict or um, not constitutional. Now people said, "Oh, you know, let, let, let's go to war and fight the communists and do this and do that." Well, that, that, that's all. It wasn't constitutional. Because <laughs> no, Congress Congress has to approve it, and people seem to forget that. Like, that's why I laugh when people say, these are our political leaders. No, they're not. They're our representatives. They represent you. They're just supposed to be your voice. Um, you know, the, the, the first opening act of the Constitution literally says, we the people. Yeah, we the people are supposed to make the decisions, and these Democrat governors are just and the, passing the, all these and, executive you know, George orders. Wa and George Washington even said, do not have a two-party system. What do we have now? Republican, Democrat. And what I don't like, guys, too, is that, like, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, well, you know, I put myself... Love myself the political libertarian party is that I don't like how basically I'm fourth team to pick right foot left foot I, I don't like that like that gets me that gets me infuriated I mean you know so you mean tell me if I vote for a third party my, my vote won't count in the primaries get the heck out of here with that come on <laughs> yeah that's what sucks like our parties conservative libertarian they don't have a voice in the election and if they and if and if they're in the platform they get laughed at mocked who are you <laughs> You don't, you don't, you don't have a, a stake in things, and that's why people didn't like Trump because Trump was not, even though he might, he might have been a former Democrat, I believe. But so was Reagan, though. Look at, look at Reagan. Well, yeah, take it. Sometimes you got to learn your lesson the hard way and wake, the, you know, wake up, right? And look at even George, you know, you know, you know George Collin too. You know, even those comedian, you know, they were, these people, all these people start out Democrats and they don't wake up till they're older. That's right. They don't wake up. They don't wake up and smell the coffee. But again, we have. That's why we have everything that's going on. That's why we have our civil liberties, our constitution. We've had people, you know, um, fight for the preservation for freedom. And, you know, it's very crucial. Like, you know, Frank, you said it earlier. Like, no one, these people just don't care. They don't. No, they don't. They they, don't. You know, on the left, you know, um, they, they don't understand it. Dude, there was actually one guy. Did you see that congressman actually stood up? Over, the guy was paralyzed. He stood up. He stood up for the, he stood up for, the uh, for you know, our, um, yeah. for our freedom. Stand for freedom. And we must stand for freedom yeah, together, yeah, guys. you got these people that are just kneeling. Uh, the only sports play. That's why I don't watch sports. I, I was never a sports fan. I never did. I never. That was never really my thing. The only sport that I watch is UFC, <laughs> is UFC because at least Dana White is actually not afraid to actually speak up and actually back up President Trump. And guys, just to derail for a second, Dana White even said he was like, we were actually fighting um, in like, like in hotel venues, and you know Trump actually said, hey, if you guys want ever, because I know you guys are starting out, you can come you know have the venue up at my at my hotel. And Dana White took him up on that offer, and you know he actually, and even Trump actually gave him money. Help him out. That's awesome. That's because Dana because, White's a patriot. Even, <laughs> even Trump said, "Trump's like I, I could see you doing really good with, with with this sport." And again, he was right. And look where Dana White's at now. He's like, look, I'm like a, like a millionaire, if that, if not more. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you this much: that throughout time, I've never seen a pivotal point in our history where communism, socialism, Marxism, and Marxism is right around the corner. 
And regardless if Trump wins or not, regardless, we must do our best to protect ourselves. We, we must. Have, yeah, we have to do you know, not only the best to protect ourselves, we have to think, you know, so, you know I'm going to paraphrase what well, Thomas Jefferson said. Um, actually, you know, I think I might remember the whole quote. So, from time and time again, you know, the, the, the tree of liberty must be, you know, um, replenished with the, you know, the blood of uh, tyrants and patriots. And that can't be, that, that is so true now, or, you know, now more so than ever. Well, look how many patriots were killed, and look how many Antifa member, you know, members were killed. If you ask me, more innocent people were killed than any one of these violent radicals. But it's always on the left, because, you know, conservatives, yeah. the conservatives have discipline. We, we train, you know, we, we do, a lot of us do martial arts, a lot of us, you know, and guys, like, you, you know, I've always been told, like, I laugh at people saying, well, you're not military, this and that, or you don't have to be military to be disciplined or have that kind of, you know, training. Because going to be honest, guys, half the people in the military, and you guys, they're our military, they're in our group over here, you can probably vouch for this. Um, they don't have the, they don't have the, how do I say, they have the discipline, but as far as training goes, they're not trained like, you know, the, like the way the average civilian does. And, you know, one that, for example, like, you won't, you know, um, like some of us own martial arts schools, some of us have, you know, firearm, um, Facilities where we do stuff at. That's right. A lot of these guys don't really train the way you know. We do same thing with law enforcement. Law enforcement doesn't even train that much. That's what I'm saying. You need discipline and you need the ability to to control one's emotions in a in a bad situation. And they don't allow that. And you know, liberals liberals are very very emotional, especially when you know, like I'm not like I mean, Frank, you were saying like we're not really worried about if it kicks off as far as a civil war with them because they're not going to be able like look that guy got shot over and he was. Like, he was just sitting there like, ah, oh, medic, medic, medic. But meanwhile, you were, you were all up in his face of her, shot a couple rounds at Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, you're all up in his face, all trying his, to call yeah. him a freaking white supremacist. And then, and, and then look what happened. You got bit by the snake of her, and now you want to cry wolf. Get, nah, get the heck out of here. Nope, you treaded. You violated his space. You, no, no, not only did you violate, you assaulted him. That's exactly what you did. You, you, yeah, you, you did. You got up in his face, you, you, you verbally assaulted him first, then you physically, you know, did bodily harm to him, remember? And you know what? He did the right thing by shooting them. You know, like, again, like, I will, I will say again, fuck pedophile, I'm glad you shot that guy in the face. I don't care. Isn't it amazing that, I'd, I'd say, you know, statistically wise, Antifa, the, uh, the amount of pedophiles, the amount of, uh, you know, sexual predators, the amount of weirdos that are in that group. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's all weird. I mean, a lot of them are, you know, evil and satanic. I mean, a lot of the stuff they believe in is just like, it's Yeah, fun. satanic, I mean, it makes you wonder where it all come from, and, uh, Proofs in the pudding, guys. Well, uh, even like well, that's pretty cool. That's the Freedom Tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna head down to uh, Route 80 and come up that way, so you can see that. That Freedom Tower is beautiful, man. I love it. I know. We got Ravi, my friend. Uh, I think he is he back. I don't know. Uh, let's see who's else, who else is on here. We got Anthony. Anthony, you're the best, man. Which one? Anthony's from Staten Island. We just passed oh. the Verrazano Bridge too, my friend Anthony there. Patriot Staten Island, you know he—he's he, very disgusted with what's going on. He can't take it anymore. I, look, I don't, and I don't blame you, guys. Understand this: we are surrounded by Democrats. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to you off real quick. I'm, I'm just gonna mind the view. Now, guys, I'm not a city person, but like from the outside, of it looks beautiful. But internally, ugh, yuck, De Blasio, Democrat infested. The Democrat infested De Blasio is allowing whatever, whatever, and whenever. He's allowing that BLM mural to stay right outside of Trump Tower. Real quick, so we actually did a job for my my fabrication shop. Nice. We did a job for the Empire State, but we did the piping for the uh, sprinkler systems. And the, the, the actual company is called Patriot Supply for the, for the piping. <laughs> <laughs> In your face, de Blasio. 
So, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, the <laughs> guys, so here's a link to our fabrication shop. And uh, we do basically do the, the piping and the, uh, the fabrication, welding, all that stuff. Anyway, um, it's all made here in the U.S., which is, it's coming back, which is nice. It almost got blown off. He's more of an up-close picture. Eh, look at his face. Looks like it says paramedic on his head, see? Shh. I'm freaking believable. Yeah, that, that, that Antifa member almost had his arm completely shot off. Jesus Christ. So that five, I told you, that five, five, six rounds, no joke. What God's name just makes everything go boom. What? Well, now imagine seven, seven, six, two would cut that clean off, by the way. Yeah, probably. No, not probably, definitely. Most oh, definitely. You heard the story, uh, what one of our friends told us that, you know, he has, you know, he had a friend that was in the special forces, and yeah. one minute, you know, he's talking to his buddy, and the next thing you know, a bullet was his bike, he breaks right through his freaking jaw. <laughs> so finish him. <laughs> yeah. Finish him, Biden. Finish him. Yeah, Joe Biden doesn't even have a chance, you know. Uh, yeah, freaking. You're a love you, brother. I, I I can't tell you how many uh you know thumbs up we had for Trump today in West Milford. How many people were honking their horn? They were proud. You know, we had a couple idiots drive by, thumbs you know, thumbs down for Biden. You know, okay. So what does that mean when you give me a thumbs down? Does that mean you support Biden? This and that. Well, okay. Name one good thing Biden has done over the past 40 years in Congress. What has he done for the minority communities? Aside from sniff little children's hair and fondle women. But yet no one wants to challenge him, right? No one wants to say anything. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. You know, I for one am just like frustrated at the fact that these politicians have stayed in office so long that... No one is going to uh, do anything about it now. And here's the thing too: a lot, a lot of these, you know, these, these uh, again, you know, these radical left and yeah, they're staying in office, having fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing too: you know, Joe Biden has been on office for like forty something years and hasn't done anything for the, you know, for the black community, hasn't done for any, even for the working class. No, they haven't. They haven't and, done anything for anyone. And you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, Diane, you know, Frankenstein, as I call her. Diane Frankenstein. Well, you know, she profited from all this. Um, she had insider trading, but yet she's not going to prison either. Uh, who else? Uh, Pelosi. These people have done nothing. They have done nothing for, for us, you know, for the we the people. And, you know, it amazes me how, like, I almost feel like every time I watch them over, like, I, I feel like they, they, they feel like they have celebrity status. Because that's the way they act. They act very entitled. They act like, oh, you know, I'm better than you. You're just a peasant on the ground. Well, that's the way they all act. We're all deplorable. We're all non-essential. We all don't count for anything. I'm going to take this uh, place over here to room three. But, yeah, it's, um... I can't, I can't tell you guys. Let's snap a picture of that real quick. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Admiring New York City from afar, and then well, yeah, like and I then, said, uh, <laughs> it looks like from afar. But. Yeah, it, lo it looks great from the from the outside, but once you get in, it's so good. <laughs> Thanks, De Blasio. See, when you know when Giuliani was mayor, that's one thing I, I got to you know condemn him for is that you know for, you know is that he actually did the right thing. He actually did the right by us. He cleaned up all the trash, and all, which was good. Um. I really feel like we really needed. We need to get. We need to out the Blasio. We really need someone there that's uh, that's head on their shoulders because the way we've been going. Like I know guys ever. I'm you know it's gonna come out of my mouth ever. But even when Bloomberg was in office, Bloomberg didn't have this shit go on as mayor. No. Like he did clean up the streets. I will give him that. He probably wouldn't let Black Lives Matter go on either. Uh, Bloomberg. Well, Bloomberg. Is... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of fifty fifty with him on that. But like you know, I mean, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, wouldn't, I, I, I don't he definitely wouldn't tolerate crime and rioting. No, no, no. Well, if it came to the, if it, now, the peaceful protesting, yes, I mean, like I could see that. Yeah. But I, I don't think if, if they started bringing us in, like, no, like, that's it's in the, it's in the, uh, it's in the military. Uh, he'd actually agree with Trump and send the military, and I think he would do that. If it came down to, it came, you know. Sure. 
But yeah, like I said, we need someone, you know, uh, Rudy Giuliani in, in, uh, in there. Yeah, no, yeah. and here's the thing. How do you allow communist mayors to take over? How do you allow communist mayors to take over? You know what I'm saying to you? Like, how are they allowed in office? Isn't communism the direct opposite of freedom? I could just, you know, you know, Frankie, after, you know, being away and now where I could never go back into the city. I would never do it. I don't care. I, I have no intentions of her. I, I just can't There's no it. reason to pay a $20 toll so you can go into commie land and deal with all the policies that they have in place there. Like, we, you know, deal with all the libtards. Forget it. You know, I live, you know, we, we all live up in you know, upstate New York, beautiful upstate New York. You know, there's just no reason for it. I, I love where I'm at over. I'm, I'm very thankful, and right. that's it. I'm, I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of the city. I will never go down there. <laughs> under, under no circumstance, unless I really, really have to, which I, I mean, you know. I don't, well, look, look, it's unfortunate that you that you, that you you feel that way right now. Well, you look, shouldn't look, have look, to look, feel look, that look, way, look, but look, 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 it's at, New York City. But look, it was even It was great, not anymore. It was great at one time, but it's not safe anymore. There's a lot, you know, uh, I think it's like at the top, like, who is it? Top ten unsafe cities in America. Yes. So it's up there, which is which isn't, isn't good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mike came after our sodas. Yeah, he loves <laughs> he loves a sixteen ounce soda. <laughs> you know, you know, you know why he went after the sodas because he can have all the soda to himself. No one else can have soda but him. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. That was very. Gummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one. That was like, like, oh, you can't drink that. Who the hell are you to tell people they can't cannot drink? Oh, it's not healthy. But that's my that's my decision. If it's not healthy for me, I remember actually people were Italian. I was, I was still, in, I think I was in elementary school, and uh, everybody actually Italian and actually like, bought like big gulps and whatnot from like Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> I think it's amazing that time and time again we've seen these Democrats just like Goya. <laughs> oh, passing Goya headquarters, sweet. And they have some beans for sale in the warehouse. Yeah. No, but yeah, the Democrats have they adopt they adopt communism and socialism. Like it's the best thing since sliced bread or the wheel. Like it's an invention of some sort. Oh, you won't get sliced bread from communism. No, you, <laughs> no, you won't. You won't even get a whole loaf. You won't even, you won't even get a slice. No, you'll get. A, you'll maybe get a breadcrumb if that. If you're lucky. Let, but we could fix society if only if. And they always say this: if only America would evolve uh, into we, a socialistic we, country, never, we could fix everything. With democratic socialism, like Trump said, we will never be a socialist nation. We will never be a globalist nation. We will never be a part of anything. You know, we have to take care of ourselves. And you know, Joe Biden wants to, you know, you know, help everybody out. Listen, like I said, it comes back to the little foreign affairs thing. Stay out of it. You know, let, let them handle it themselves. Yes, please. You're yes, please. How did it find its way back uh, to the law? You yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. I didn't find its way back. You know why? Because we the people took it back. Well, That's I'm why. saying a lot of people said people are like, no, F you, you're not going to tell us what to do, period. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like I said, like, you know, obviously, you know, soda's not really healthy. But like, again, who are you to tell people what they can and cannot do? If I want to drink soda over, you know, it's, not, it's on me. No sodas, no peace. <laughs> yeah. No sodas, no peace, no justice. No sodas, no <laughs> Wait, you know, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I started a chant today. You know how they say... Um, Oh, what what is one of their phrases? Um, no peace, no justice. No, it, it, it's it's the other stupid communist one that they have. Um, uh, out Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> uh, love Trump. Love Trump hates whatever. Yeah, that. I, yeah. That is funny. You know, we gotta turn around here. I see you sign for Route Three. Now where is it? It's probably the other way. I don't got my GPS turned on, so oh well. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's love Trump's hate. That's what it is. Love Trump's hate. Yeah. 
And I, and I, I said, America loves freedom. That's why America is America. I I I, I got to post more on the you know from the group chat and I mean I've been posting a lot of stuff with you know on our page. Um, there you go. There you go. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's just a uh, it's a very rough patch that we're in. It's a very rough road. Oh, you know, it is a rough patch that we're in. The thing is, that's what they want. They want America to fall. That way, communism and socialism can save the day. It's not gonna. It's, it's you know as it is. I mean, you know, we've seen what a Democrat-run city like, for example, like. To Baltimore, Chicago, yeah. Detroit, or you know, for, uh, you know, Detroit, Michigan. I mean, you see all these cities that basically just crumble at the hands of them. Like, dude, even Kid Rock actually, you know, um, there's a video of Kid Rock. I posted him within the, the chat already. Right. And he's, he's talking. He's like, has like these Democrats have destroyed, you know, destroyed my city. Well, duh. You know, he was like everything I, they touch, they destroy everything. And you know, again, like, you know, even Connecticut too. Like, Connecticut was once beautiful. They destroyed that. Of course. But even Bridgeport, I mean, look, if you look at Patterson, too, and Billy Prenf, if you're listening, man, you're my hero. You're my hero. Guys, Billy Prenf is an uh, Air Force veteran. He's African-American. He wants to fix Patterson, New Jersey, because he knows that Patterson, for the longest, since the 1930s, since the 1930s, when they had more Democratic, you know, when Dem Democrats came to town and ruined everything and put their whole entire city on welfare, he wants to finally fix that city. He wants to make it great again, and we need to back him. He's going to need our help, and he's going to need our protection. Give him a lot of support. Billy Premph, look him up, P-R-E-M-P-H, I believe. Look him up. He's running for uh, mayor in his district in Patterson. We need to help out people like that who actually want to make a difference, make a real change. We're trying to drive these Democrats out. We have to. Get them out of office. Don't allow them to take positions of power. It's no good for anybody. They don't do anything. It's all good, it's not good for anybody, you know, let alone just uh, what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. Give me one so, second real quick. I just want to see if I can have to take, uh, I'm going to pull over here real quick. Guys, I'll be right back. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah, we'll all right, guys, we're back. We are back. Like all for Joe, hey, my man, he hosts all the, uh, the rallies. We just came. We went down to uh, the Attila's, yeah, Ian's gym, Attila's gym in Belmar. We had, we had a nice workout in support of what he's doing. My friend, it's good to see you on here. We had we had a lot to. We definitely have a lot to discuss. And small businesses are in trouble, as you know. Our school systems are in trouble. There's a lot of things that are going on that we need to stay vigilant about and start coming together as patriot as a patriot family per se to really have each other's back in these trying times. What's coming in the next couple of months is going to be unprecedented, and we all need to be vigilant. We need to start preparing. Yeah, I, I have no respect for, you know, uh, like everything that Murphy, says, Murphy has done towards Ian and whatnot, especially, you know, another fellow patriot. And, I mean, you and, saw it yourself. I mean, what would we have to do? It's uh, it's just disgusting. Yeah, it's just not right. I mean, everything that's, you know, that's uh, it's coming to full wish, you know, that's what right. they really want. We know what they want. They want power. They want control. They want to get everyone disgusted about the American dream. They want to take that away from us. They want to take away our jobs. I mean, look, I, I that's it for me. I'm going to be on unemployment probably for the next year or so because of all the, you know, because of what has happened to the economy. Trump's saying, oh, don't worry. The economy is going to bounce back. We're going to have the best year ever. So I, I really hope, President Trump, if you're able to listen to this message, that you do that for us. I mean, we had you for a while. These Democrat yuppie hippies want to take your economy. 
and destroy it. No, they want to twist and mangle it. They want to twist, mangle it, and act like they're going to save the day only through communism and socialism. They even, they even had the nerve to say, you know, that this was Obama's economy. And meanwhile, Trump's the one that built it up. <laughs> this wasn't Obama's economy. Obama had us on the decline. For the past eight years, he had us on the decline. And I mean, look, George Bush was no better, but let's face it, there were more jobs during that time. Okay, yeah, and look, in 2008, that's when their economy was at the lowest, right? They started hiring people back then. Obama first became, you know, president, this and that, and then jobs started slightly going back up. But we were always in a recession. The economy wasn't good. The gas was still high. Like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the housing? Not a lot of people were buying housing. Real estate was down. But look, when Trump takes office, real estate goes up, taxes go down, the small man gets helped out, and that's a good thing. That's the way it should be. <clears throat> that's the way it should be. Absolutely, that's the way it should be. Well, they don't care about the guys on the bottom. They only care about the people on the top. And, um, you know, as far as that goes. That's right. And I, like I said, I have nothing for respect. You know, again, if you're Ian, if you're listening to this, right, I have nothing for respect for you know you guys over at the gym, you and Frank, because you know you guys took your business and you know you guys made it to something as far as that goes. And um, again, it's just like to see you know another uh, people are like minded and, and fellow patriots. That was cool. Um, and thanks again for the invite, guys. We really, we really do appreciate it. No, without a doubt. And and let me you know from firsthand experience and dealing with other small business owners. It takes a lot to run your own business. It's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of late nights, a lot of frustrations, a lot of a lot of uh, you know adapting to the red tape per se. You know, just to get your tax IDs a pain in the ass. And even if you do it right, you don't do it right according to New Jersey, New York. You always refile, whether it be for uh, you know, um, not not a C three, but like you know, if you get an S corp or C corp. Oh, you got the wrong corp. Now your taxes are all messed up. It, guys, it takes a lot. Then you got to deal with the accountant and bookkeeping. Like, not, not and, and just rent is on the surface. Everything goes into your business, your heart, your soul, your passion. Everything goes into it. And I think a lot of people don't understand it and they don't respect no, it. No, it's underappreciated. That's what it is. Absolutely. Everyone just acts like they can snap their fingers and one, two, three, up, oh, you're a business owner. You're supposed to have a lot of money. You own your own business. Guys, in the first five years alone, you're not going to make anything. No, it's going to all the infrastructure as far as the business goes. That's right. It's going right back into building the business up. Absolutely correct. You, know, you don't start making some money and think it's slow after the, the, the four or five years actually when you put into the business, right? That's right. Yeah. And then you have to recover from it. Well, yeah, you have to eat. Mm-hmm. Like some people, that's what they'll do is they'll take out a business loan and they'll uh, then they have to pay the bank back. There's a lot that goes into it. It's, it's yeah. not an overnight thing. No. <laughs> without a reason. Reasonable doubt. Right. I like shortcuts. So like... um. Yeah, so we're on our way back from the gym, and Ian, we know what Ian's going through. We really do. We really, really do. He, he's taking a step above and beyond what everyone else is willing to do, and I think that's all. You know, that's all what we need to do now. That's what we need to do now. And look, we're pat, we're uh, we're passing Patterson right now in Newark. Both both cities are overrun with Democrat policy mayors. Welfare, food stamps, poverty. And it's been this way for the longest. I say we reach out to the internal communities and ask them to help us remove these mayors. And then we should help them rebuild their communities. Show them what real patriotism looks like 
and show what America should be like. We got to do our best. They definitely are, Joe. They definitely are true patriots. And yes, Anthony, de Blasio said indoor dining was a <laughs> middle upper class activity and cannot open. Indoor dining was a middle. You heard you this? Did you hear this right? Nah. De Blasio said indoor dining was a middle upper class activity. So if you dine inside, it's considered a luxury. Okay, so if that's the case, de Blasio, how come at the Palisade Center Mall, everyone can dine inside at the food court? You dumbass. You dumbass. You dumbass. Yeah, oh my gosh, is right. But guess what? That those are the type of dictators that we have in office. Oh, look at that! I got Uno. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Guys, we wouldn't have what we have today if it weren't for America. Take electricity. Take the first vehicle made, or vehicles in general. <laughs> take the airplane. Look at all the things that we have. Take the cell phone. Take the phone. Take everything. Don't you appreciate America for what it was and what it still can be? Together, America can be better. But not by having socialism and communism as primary. Reigns, you know, rule of supreme leader. No. But by working hard, making a difference, helping communities out. I see, you know, I mean, look how many, all these businesses that you see here. I don't know if you, have you ever seen uh, Route 3 before? Uh, no. Okay, so all these businesses all used to be open 24 hours. Uh -huh. You have like, at least, we pass at least five different diners that we were all able to go to when I was younger. All open 24 hours. Now look what happened. You got caution tape around them. They look like, they look like they've been abandoned. It's terrible. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I've only ever spent really a lot of time in Jersey. Yeah. So I'm showing you Jersey, you know, this is the way home, but I'm showing you the, the Jersey that I know. You know, and Jersey's great. At least it was, anyway. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Certain parts of Jersey are nice. Like, Bergen County are really nice. Well, no, I'm saying, like, yeah. And, like, the, and where I live is nice, too. The terrain is nice, but not so, you know, much politically. No. It's a political mess. Like, it's a political mess. I mean, well, New York, too. New well, I'm not in them since I'm saying ever. But, um, yeah, everywhere you go, as far as, and it's like a Democrat stage, just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "De Blasio, he's a real Italian. He, maybe he should go to Cuomo's house for his mom's meatballs." Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man! Beep beep! <laughs> yeah, really. That's great. Yeah, yeah. De Blasio is so Italian. He, he, he's he's so Italian. You mean yeah. Wilhelm? I I have more Wilhelm. Italian in my yeah yeah yeah. Mr. Mr. Wilhelm, Bill Wilhelm. I have more Italian in my pinky than he has in his entire body. No, Mr. Wilhelm. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wilhelm, yeah. Oh, I'm driving. Oh, I'm driving. Rest assured, I'm driving. I know how to multitask, see. We don't we patriots don't like to wait to talk to other patriots. <laughs> we don't wait. And look, it's good to be a patriot, guys. It's good. Did you read what I wrote about the pizza? Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he says, well, you say something about him eating the fork, uh, eating with the fork and a uh, knife. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, that's not yeah, that's not real Italian. You can't be Italian eating eat a pizza with a fork and a knife, unless it's like a really weird slice no, no, and you, you can't gotta, hold you, it you up. Gotta, I mean, you gotta go in, you gotta fold that. <laughs> you gotta fold. See, even you know, <laughs> you gotta fold the pizza slice. You gotta, you gotta go in, you gotta fold it. You gotta let that, you know. 
you be careful. Yeah, well, listen, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what you need. I'll tell you what you need. You need people to conjure up that freedom spirit. That bravery, that courage, that unyielding desire to love your country. I am one person, but guess what? I've been inspired by everybody. Everybody who taught me how good America is and how good it's been to them. You don't need me to say much. You just need to do it yourselves. Like the great Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn, if you guys don't know who he is, he created all those war movements that you see. The mother of all rallies. And, and you know, he did it for three years straight. And uh, he had his own channel uh, called the Pissed Off American. He's a young guy like me. And um, he also said the same thing. He's like, listen, I do this because the, the patriots of old have inspired me to do this as well. You know, like this is not just my thing. This is everybody's thing. If everyone came together with that same spirit, if not more, you would see a major difference, a major, a major shift in society. If you had all these parents stand up against these teachers, right? Because we know the majority of the teachers are Democrat. Correct, John? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. We, we, you know, exactly. Especially the Democrat unions. I've actually have friends who are teachers yes. that say that they're, they're, their unions are telling them to vote for Joe Biden. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a I mean, mess. look, you even got into an altercation with one of your teachers when you were at school. Oh, man. Uh, that's, that's oh, a, the majority of them are liberal. So let me ask you all, all you patriots out there. Why are we allowing them to teach our children? You know, like why? If, I, if I wasn't if I wasn't politically you know aware of, you know of, um, of you know what I am, um, you know I probably would have felt right to the indoctrination went on. Oh know? my god, that would have been a mess. You know, for a long time when I was younger, I almost fell to it. But you know what, my good friend uh, Joe, I'm not going to say his last name, another fellow Italian, Sicilian actually, saved me. He saved me and he taught me about the Constitution. I mean, my father did too. Don't get me wrong, but I was young and stupid. I didn't want to listen. No one had a, no one had an idea. No one had an idea about what it was when I was young. We were all stupid, and of course we're not going to be taught it in U.S. history. We're just going to be taught all the bad parts. Well, the indoctrination already happened at my high school. They had social justice classes. Well, we had we had a LTGB, you know, C3PO trans club. <laughs> Yo, you have a trans club at your school? Oh yeah, we, man, we, this is when transgender started taking off. Oh, we had a transgender club. We also had a lot of um. They want to make sure everybody, you know, is, is inclusive. <laughs> we got to be inclusive. But, you know, I've never seen so many fairies floating around America lately, have you? There's a lot of fairies that have come out of the world. We, 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 we were even talking about, you know, just to you know, derail from America for a second. Yes. You were talking about Japan. Yes. Like how many soy boys over there, they're very much into the anime. Like, there's like one liking anime, but like very much like they're like self-warping to the culture. They got these, instead of having an like actual, like, authentic, you know, like, another like, relationship. Yes. What they have is they have like, these little freaking, like, these giant, like, max size, like, pillows. And it's, it's just disgusting. Yeah, and they get coloring books, and they get... <laughs> Dude, it's disgusting. I'm telling you right now, if the samurais were alive, they would smack them around. Oh, the samurais, yeah, the samurai were, were, real samurai were alive, there'd be war already. That's it, they would take, they would take their country back. Samurai were diehard patriots for their country. No, Sam, Samurai would be like, no, 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 get the heck out of here. Right, look, guys, I'm going to tell you this. Regardless if Trump wins or not, the change that we want to see, we have to create. It is up to we, the people, to do this. The president has his hands tied. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, we've, we've spoken to people today that actually said that themselves. You know, um, guys, I mean, I'm gonna try some uh, stuff, but this is the reality of it. We're, you know, we're by ourselves. You know, um, the Trump administration that they're doing everything they can, but they, they they're not God. They can't do everything all at once. Everyone expects the election to fix everything, but guess what, guys? The liberals are not going anywhere, and neither are any of these Democrat teachers. They're not leaving. You know, they're not leaving. And that's a very dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing. Is there a gas station around here at all? Or? Yeah, there's plenty. I'm gonna get some drum like. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna stop. But anyway, yes. guys, it was yeah. a pleasure. We're gonna um, maybe we'll go go back on here in a little bit. It was really great seeing all of you on yeah, here. Yeah, guys, thanks again for your support. I, um, again, Ian, just so you know, my conclusion, everybody goes to the gym. Again, phenomenal. I, I know I keep saying that a lot because it really was. And uh, thank you again for inviting us when I was really cool just to, you know, go in there and get the experience. And uh, like I said, we have our, we have your back. We really do. We generally, uh, and, uh, you know, we appreciate it. Like I said, that's why I even bought a shirt to represent you guys. So I will, I will always put the good name out there for you guys. Absolutely. We, we got... Patriots need to start having each other's back in more ways than one now. It's time to stand. Let's stand together. Right? We're divided, we fall. We must stand. United, we stand. So until next time, guys, stay relentlessly patriotic. Don't apologize to any liberal, to any snowflake about how much you love this country. And let's take it back. Together, let's fight. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. Yep. Good night, guys. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com.